I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very much. And thank you for tuning in this morning. We're so proud to have you and hope you'll stay with us for the next two hours. I have done this program for a long, long time, and I love doing it. I love having you listen. Gardening is the best hobby in the world, and to have a chance to make uh, this much of my career so far, uh, the uh, the chance to talk about my favorite hobby, it doesn't get any better than that. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. If you'd like to be even more a part of it, give us a call. The lines are all open as we begin the program today, 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. Let's talk about what you encountered yesterday when you were working in your landscape or in your garden. Let's talk about the plants at your place. The one thing I would encourage you, uh, if you have a St. Augustine question before you call, please take a look at my website. I've posted about a day's work for St. Augustine diagnostics there. It's very difficult to diagnose St. Augustine problems uh, on a phone call. I've done it all of my life, and I have just finally concluded that after a 10-minute phone call, uh, usually the caller is frustrated thinking, Neil didn't know anything, and it's not that at all. I've had St. Augustine all of my life. I've encountered every problem that you call with. It's just that they're hard to describe over a phone call. I have been very systematic in how I identify problems when I go out and look at friends' lawns or callers uh, uh, describe things to me on the air or in writing it to my Q&A question, uh, 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 newspaper columns. And so you'll see photos and you'll see them listed in chronological order as they occur through the course of a year at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and uh, St. Augustine Diagnostics. That's the way it's listed. So hopefully that'll help you. But otherwise, let's have a, let's have a chance to chat. Mike Bass is running the boards and screening calls for me. Mike is wonderful, and uh, so give us a call, if you will, please. His will be the first voice. Mine would be the second, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We begin the program each Sunday morning by talking to Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. It's a hot time in Texas right now, and that would be a good time to come to the Botanic Garden and eventually at least head into the uh, Japanese Garden. I know that's not what you're talking about today, but I remember some really pleasant times taking photos in the Japanese Garden. It's always cool in there when it's not other places. But otherwise, let's, uh, let's hear what's happening in the garden. Tell us. Well, the middle of the garden is under construction as we convert Old Garden Road into a beautiful pedestrian walkway bordered with extensive landscaping. Uh, the estimated completion date for this project is November 1. So until then, uh, folks have to take different routes through the center of the garden, but we have those routes designated. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going on in the garden. All right, lots of things, lots of signs of progress. All right, and you have a featured plant this week that a lot of people uh, get interested in in general terms, and you're going to get very specific. Tell us about it. Well, that is Desert Willow. Uh, one of them in the garden caught my attention this past week, and I thought, well, I should talk about it. It was uh, fully in bloom. Uh, this is a small tree. It gets about 30 feet tall, 30 feet wide, often with leaning, twisting trunk and open, spreading crown. In fact, you can often grow grass under it. The canopy is so light and open uh, that uh, 
turf as possible beneath this tree. Anyway, the leaves are deciduous, willow-like, and light green. The orchid-like flowers are funnel-shaped, about an inch and a half long, spreading uh, at the opening into five ruffled petal-like lobes. Uh, These flowers can be white, pink, or purple. They appear April through September and attract hummingbirds and bees. So this is a great plant for a pollinator garden. By early autumn, those flowers are replaced by slender seed pods about 6 to 10 inches long, which remain dangling from the branches and serve to identify the tree after the flowers are gone, unless, of course, you have a seedless variety. And there are some seedless varieties, but you don't have those seeds on the tree. Desert willow is named for its resemblance to willows, although desert willow is actually closely related to catalpa trees and trumpet vine. Uh, Its exotic-looking blooms, rapid growth, drought tolerance, and low maintenance make it a desirable tree within its range, which goes up to zone uh, zone 6. You want to plant this in full sun and well-drained soil. Bubba is a cultivar that has dark burgundy fragrant flowers, and then Desert Diva has emerald green leaves and deep, dark burgundy or purple burgundy flowers. Uh, We have Desert Diva in our parking lot, and she is beautiful. Really, that's great. There's been a lot of work done on the uh, on the the various desert willows, and uh, they are very very popular. They uh, you don't you don't trim these into a formal shape, folks. You need to let them grow, and and uh, certainly you can prune them once in a while, but don't plan on this thing being uh, popsicle uh, or lo- uh, lollipop shape because it won't. It has its own uh, irregular shape, and and that's part yeah. of the beauty of it. Uh, I. When I was a kid working with my dad down toward Uvalde and Lakey and Camp Wood on some poisonous plants to livestock down there for Texas A&M, along the the river sides, the stream beds, desert willow is quite uh, common there. The seas Mm -hmm. land and they germinate in the the rock right at the river's edge or the various rivers. And uh, they're just beautiful. And, boy, you can smell them and and, uh, just a, a lovely sight in the summertime. So I've always liked that plant. Okay, so now what's going on in the uh, in the garden? Dog days. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, yes, we have another dog days coming up, and that is this coming Saturday and next Sunday. So that is this coming weekend, uh, June, uh, July 16th, and then Sunday the 17th from 8 to 1, so you can beat the heat. Anyway, for a howling good time, guests are invited to bring their canine family members to the garden to give them a new leash on life in a beautiful outdoor setting. Regular admission is required for humans with an additional $5 per dog. Uh, Garden members receive free admission, of course, but must pay $5 per dog, and they get a complimentary bandana. Hydration stations will be available across the campus. For the best doggone experience, the garden asks that guests and pets adhere to specific rules and etiquette, which are posted on the garden's website under calendar and events. All right, and that's so next that's, Saturday yeah. and Sunday, 16 and 17. Yes, that's Dog Days. And then, uh, as I've mentioned before, we have Lightscape tickets on sale. Uh, this is our Christmas light show, light and sound show, that premieres November 18th through January 8th. Uh, tickets have been released. They are on sale. We've sold a lot so far, so it's good to get your tickets early uh, to get the best night for you and your family. That's funny. You know what? I'll bet those are selling well now at 102 degrees. I want to do something. I want to think about yes. Christmas. I want to. I want yes. something cool. <laughs> that's great. All right. Let's see what else we need. We need to tell people what the website is because that's where you have referred them a couple of times. Yes, that is FW 
fwbg.org. FWBG.org, the initials of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, 24-hour information phone line, old school, that uh, has a recorded message all the time. Yes, that is 817-463-4160. All right, and then I want you to tell people where you are, a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth off I-30, but uh, also the experience that they will encounter with all the construction, what will happen when they come in the entrance, uh, tell us how to find you, and then what, what they're going to encounter. Well, we are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Uh, we have one entrance, and that is on University Drive where the floral clock is. So you come in that entrance, you park in the parking lot there, and you're good to go. All right. If you are a member, you uh, what what do you do, Steve? Do you do you just start walking or or? Well, you come work? into the garden. Yeah, you come into the garden center, and that's where we uh, uh, take people's money. Uh, admission is the admission counter is inside the garden center. So of course, members okay. are admitted free. But uh, yes, you need to come into the garden center and then move on through the garden from there. And you can join right then and there, and, and you're set yes, to go. You can. And best thing yes, to do is join as a uh, as a year long membership. You can come back lots of times. Watch that construction. Absolutely, that's great. Yes. All right, this has been Steve uh, Huddleston from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and he is a gem. And he has joined me every Sunday morning for twenty five years now, twenty six, twenty twenty eight now. Oh gosh! Yes. Every time I ask, I'm two years short. Oh my <laughs> heavens! Thank you, Steve. You're wonderful. Have a great right. rest of the day. Appreciate Thanks. it. Stay cool. All righty. And uh, folks, that is sponsored by Sunburst Shutters. They are outstanding. I was just thinking as my wife was doing some house cleaning, I was typing a newspaper column, and and uh, she has been cleaning just uh, feverishly. Nobody coming. Nothing. We're just kind of kind of staying in right now. And uh, uh, how how excited she still is after 12 years with sunburst shutters in our house they are wonderful they are energy efficient and we need to talk about that right now and i talked about a little bit yesterday uh, and that is the fact that when you walk up to them in the hot weather you don't have that 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 toasty warm feeling from outside that you used to have with other window treatments uh the the Sunburst shutters are the most energy-efficient shutters in America. They're made of polywood, which has a great insulating uh, capacity in its own right. It is a synthetic material. It contains no natural wood. It is solid, and it has the same classic look as wood, but it doesn't warp or crack, peel, or fade. It is just a great product. In fact, it went through Hurricane Harvey and the sunburst shutters that were in the floodwaters. All they had to uh, do there was clean them off and and, uh, put them right back up, and they're good to go. Wood shutters, not so much. Uh, But uh, we uh, jump ahead to your house. These are custom fit to every opening in your house. Uh, The windows may be the same size, but once the tape and bed work is done, they are not. Let the nice people from sunburst shutters come to your home. They'll hold samples up in your windows and help you choose with whether the two and a half three and a half or four and a half inch louver size would be best for the rest of the room look beautiful white or off-white and uh, they can be faux stained they can be painted uh, to match other decor in your home you will be thrilled i know you will with sunburst shutters how do you see them well you can go to the showroom you can see them on the website they'll bring the samples right to you 214 
343-2601. They're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. The phone number to their headquarters, 214-343-2601. Sunburst Shutters. Dot com Sunburst Shutters. I'm Kenny Milas with Callaway's Nursery in Stonegate, Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. Our first call-up today is Mary Louise in North Richland Hills. Mary Louise, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question for you, Neil, about our flower beds. And they're so full of these little tiny roots um, that we can't plant anything that will grow anymore. And um, you have to, like, take your trowel and just rip through these little tiny roots. And then underneath this layer of roots, there's um, air. It's like there's a cavern of air. And I think it's because um, we've planted so many things in there for so long. But what do people do about that? Uh, you have something else that's contributing to the roots. If you have uh, plants from... A prior planting, I see on my screen here, it says pansies and begonias. Uh, if those plants are gone now, not there, then uh, those roots will decay within uh, several weeks, two or three weeks or less. Um, you probably have tree roots that are coming uh, into that area or shrubs or something. And what I do is I have a mini, M-I-N-I, rototiller, and I will prepare the bed prior to planting. I'll just rototill down about four inches and work in a lot of organic matter and plant my flowers, and then the two things can, can compete favorably, and, and both plants will do well. The other thing that, uh, that I will do if I have a lot of roots, and some of them are larger roots, as can happen beneath a tree that, uh, or, well, mainly trees, that uh, develop, oh, maybe one- and two-inch size roots, is I will put bark mulch down just to kind of give a nice neutral look to the bed, and then I'll grow my color in large pots on top of the ground instead of trying to go into the ground. And that works out very pretty, uh, very well. It looks very pretty, and, and they're easy to maintain. I can have any soil I want in the pots. So that's a, a nice alternative. Mm -hmm. There are some shrubs nearby, but we tore them out, and... Uh... There is a big tree, but um, there's no no like big. You said one inch roots. There aren't any that size. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that's where you you asked me about the little roots, and that's where the little roots are coming from. And if you took the shrubs out, their roots will persist because the depending on how you remove the shrubs, their old roots can remain. But but the answer I gave you is is what I would do and. Without seeing the whole setting and, and how things have been over the years, I, I can't get any closer, but, but that's what I would do. I think the rototiller is probably a good idea. Okay. I appreciate, All appreciate right. your help. Well, thanks, thanks for the call. Have a great day. Appreciate it. All righty. I'm going to try my best to move a little bit more quickly in my answers uh, just to get as many people as I can in. I have uh, just... Uh, I'll try not to get into huge detail in my answers. I, I take the blame for that. 
So, Neil's Praise Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I'd like to get a copy in your hands. I sign on Sunday evenings and on Monday. Take I take them to the post office myself and take them in the back door into the, the bulk area. Not bulk. They're sent priority mail, but, but I take them in in my dolly and, and uh, take them in box after box after box. I think the most I've ever taken is about 20 boxes, 28 boxes of books. So anyway, I'd love to have a chance to assign a book for you and uh, take it uh, there day after tomorrow. So uh, the book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I self-published my book so that it, I could keep the cost way down for you and so that I wouldn't have to deal with committees. I could write it the way I wanted it. I could hire Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as a graphic designer. 11 chapters, 840 photographs, 344 pages. It covers in those 11 chapters every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas. And it's only thirty-two ninety-five. It will be thirty-eight ninety-five, but I've put a summertime special on it as I clear out the few remaining copies of the fifth printing, just to help fight inflation for you. And your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I will refund every penny, no questions asked. Seventy-five thousand copies sold, and not one request for refund. But again, remember, you cannot buy it in stores or on Amazon. You can get all the details at my website. That is. Where where you buy it at neilsperry.com. You can also call my office uh, weekdays, Monday Friday, through Friday, uh, business hours at 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. I hope you will join us. That's our church. We'd love to have you uh, to uh, come visit or become a member. Who knows? There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America, but I'd like to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years. Mueller metal roofing and steel buildings are made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, maybe even a shed, maybe even a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA, and with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product that's made right here in America. And when you have a company that's been around 90 years, they're doing things right. 
Visit MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. MuellerInc.com, 877-268-3553. They are Mueller. They are made in America, and they are made to last. Neil, Speary, and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. And I'm Paul with Callaway's in Richardson, the very first Callaway's. And now, back to Neil. Paul is my friend, known him a long, long time. Thank you, Paul. We go to Doug in Salado. Doug, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. The, the first thing is corn worms. Last year I planted corn, and every year, every year I picked had a corn worm. So I had your book. I bought it four years ago. I said, there's got to be something. I read your book. I put a drop of mineral oil on my corn ear this year this when the silks came out fully developed and i didn't have a single corn worm it worked didn't it yeah i couldn't believe it so well, my mom I, grew up in nebraska the cornhusker state and um my mom was not the avid gardener my dad was but but that was my mom's uh, remedy from a long long time ago so I'm yeah. glad that worked. The other thing I the other thing I got is muskmelons. My friendly rabbit that visits my garden, he nibbled on uh, my mus uh, two muskmelons, broke through the skin. I read where you could wash them off with water, soap, and a little bit of hydrogen peroxide, and I did that. So I'm just asking. So if I just cut that out, I'm okay to go ahead and. and Cut that cantaloupe up? I would think so. If it goes in and ripens normally, yes, sir. Yeah. That's that's going and to then, be the main thing is if he didn't uh, if he didn't cause the ripening to be off course. No, no. It it was ready to pick. I just didn't pick it the day before. Yeah. So my next question is the ones that's out there that's not ripe yet. If I spray them with a diluted. Uh, spray like with malathion, would that discourage uh, little critters from nibbling on it? I, I'm not comfortable in recommending that. I don't think that's on the label, and I don't know that it would work, but that's going to make this stuff smell so bad, and I, I realize you're going to scrub them and wash them and all that um, without doing some, some more research. I, I'd rather try to keep them out of the garden. I'd try to put... Um, uh, uh, chicken wire around the uh, around the the melon patch and keep them from getting in in the first place. That's a lot easier, uh, and not easier, but that's a lot. I, I'm more comfortable with that. So okay. I got a Doug. I got to run. I have a break coming in. I need to get one ad in before that for the news. But but I would do that instead of spraying with a random. And I I have no problem in using malathion. It is labeled for use on vegetables the problem is it's not labeled for that kind of use so that's my problem hey i appreciate your call very very much i'm glad the the mineral oil worked folks need to tell you about wild birds unlimited these are stores that i really enjoy visiting and i think you will too hope you'll get in and take a look around because they have everything you need for the birds at your place we have more bird activity this is a a statement i would make away from their head we have had more bird songbird blue jay other bird woodpecker activity in our backyard or in our trees than we have ever had at this time of year 
probably four times as much activity. And Wild Birds Unlimited gets a lot of that credit because of the feeds and the feeders that they sell. They are thoroughly researched, and they are wonderful. The minute you go in one of their stores, I'm going to give you three of them in just a second, you're going to realize what I'm telling you is exactly true. They have the best. David stores in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy, just a block west of the Tollway in Dallas. Ron's store in East Dallas. He has moved to a new location at 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. And Bertie's store in McKinney is at 3001 South Harden, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with class. WBU.com slash DFW. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. A wildfire in Yosemite National Park. It's getting close to a grove of giant sequoias. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking the two inside lanes of westbound I-30 at Munger Boulevard. In Hearst, a similar accident affecting three of the right lanes of westbound Highway 183 at Precinct Line Road. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny and hot today, a sunny and hot tomorrow, sunny and hot the day after that, etc. High temperature today, likely to hit 102. Right now it's 86 degrees in Dallas, 85 in Fort Worth. In California, the so-called Washburn wildfire is getting closer and closer to a grove of giant sequoias in Yosemite National Park. Fire officials say they are using every firefighting tactic they can think of to save the trees, some of which are thousands of years old. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports that fire has already burned through the Mariposa Grove, a stand of more than 500 mature sequoias. There are no reports of severe damage to those trees, including to a big tree known as the grizzly giant. That tree is believed to be 3,000 years old. The last known living member of a species of oak tree that was thought to be extinct has been found in South Texas. What seems to be the final Quercus tardifolia oak is growing in Big Bend National Park. No other living member of that species has been found anywhere since 2011. The one in Big Bend is in poor condition. It has a severe fungal infection. It's been scarred by fire. Arborists are working there now trying to keep it alive. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD 2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. Before I go to an ad, I gotta, I gotta tell you, so I had not heard the story from Big Bend National Park. I was adopted, um, right before my mom and dad moved from Alpine, which is in the same county as Big Bend National Park. Dad founded the biology department at Sol Ross and spent uh, most of 15 years traveling, uh, every couple of weeks before it was a national park to Big Bend and writing the book, The Plants of the Big Bend. 
um, and a lot of work with Barton Warnock and other people from Sol Ross. And he would be, he, if he were living today, he would be so excited by that story. So would Benny Simpson, uh, the late Benny Simpson, who loved the native plants of West Texas, Southwest Texas and Mexico. That is really exciting. I hope they can find, find some acorns. I hope it can pollinate itself. I hope that's possible. Oh, my goodness, that's a really exciting story. So I'll follow through on that. Uh, Mike, asked Dennis to uh, save a copy of that, and if you could email it to me, I'd like to have that. Callaway's Nursery is the garden center for the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and they are committed to providing you with the quality plants, exceptional, exceptional customer service, and a place to relax and get inspired by all of their neighborhood locations. You're going to love Callaway's. If you've never been to Callaway's, you are in for a wonderful surprise. If you have been there a thousand times, you're still going to find some wonderful surprises, but you really know of which I speak. You know how great they are. Their stores are showcases of colors, blooms, and textures. They're sure to stimulate your imagination. If you're looking to bring nature indoors, you'll discover amazing indoor plants to decorate your home and help clean the air. If you're hosting summer parties, they have everything to create the landscape of your dreams. You'll find fountains, lawn decor, all the essentials to keep your flower beds and lawn refreshed and looking beautiful this summer. And that is Callaway's Nursery. They also offer pick and plant for when you want to pick your favorites and let the professionals do the work. That way you can stay cool and have more time to enjoy the outdoors. Simply stop by any of their locations to explore and select your favorite trees, shrubs, and annual color. Speak with one of their garden services advisors to make sure you have everything you need and schedule your date. When they arrive, show them where everything goes, and then have them planted in no time. Let Callaway's be your resource for all your gardening needs. Shop local at all of any of their community stores, including their new location in Prosper, or order online at Callaway's.com and take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week. That's Callaway's Nursery. You hear the voices of their managers as rejoinders. You'll hear one in just a couple of minutes. These are my friends. These are people that you need to get to know. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's. Callaway's.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. If you're taking care of trees, speaking of trees, the experts your trees deserve. That's Arborological Services, the only people who will ever touch our trees. They've been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981, with an outstanding staff that includes 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists leading their teams across the Metroplex. These are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. That is a singular award that is given to one person per year in this entire state, and three of their people have won it in the first 20 years that that award has been handed out. Tree climbing crews that have taken the Texas State Tree Climbing Championship just, uh, what is it, 25 out of the 35 times it's been uh, held? Something like that. Miguel Pastanez himself has won it 13 times. And uh, the North American Tree Climbing Championship once. Good job, Miguel. 
Miguel leads the crew that comes to our house. This is a this is a company whose business you want to uh, have. You want to well, vice versa. You want to give them your uh, your business, your tree care business, because they are the best. They know trees better than anybody. They care about trees. That's all they think about is trees. They are strictly local. It sounds like a national firm when you see that they have a toll-free number. Don't let that throw you off course. They are strictly local. So, Arborological Services, arborological.com, 866-552-7267. That number is on my website if you need it. Arborological Services, arborological.com, 866-552-7267. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. My newsletter is called Neil Sperry's E-Gardens. It comes out Thursday evenings a little after 6 p.m. Arborological Services, one of the advertisers. They have been since the day that we started it. And so if you ever need their number, it's right there as well. And so are the other advertisers' numbers. E-Gardens goes to about 80,000 homes, and you will find a lot of great stories, a lot of great information in E-Gardens each week. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. I do most of the writing, although this week we will have a great story on sundials by Diane Sitton. Next week we'll have something from Stephen Shambly. Those are the two stories that I don't write, but the other uh, 20 or so stories per month or 25 are mine, and I enjoy it very, very much. eGardens always has a featured plant of the week, and it always has a uh, it always has gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that need to be done in that uh, uh, exact weekend, the ensuing three or four days that follow that Thursday night uh, release of eGardens. Now we've expanded the question and answer section. And I think you'll find that to be extremely helpful. So that's Neil's phrase, eGardens. You can see what the last issue looks like by going to my website. That is where you sign up for it. As I say, it is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will I spam you. Take a look at it. I think you'll agree. I want to be a part of that. Neil Sperry's eGardens at Neil Sperry and E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Let the Texas certified nursery professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Ross from the Cornelius store in Houston. And now back to Neil. All right, Ross, thank you very, very much. And yeah, I need to explain. I told you you'd be hearing the voices of the managers of the Callaway's. And you say, well, that's not Callaway's. That's Cornelius. What's that? Uh, when, when Sterling Cornelius, a beloved name in the nursery industry in this state, when he decided to sell and retire, oh gosh, what's it been, 15 years ago or so, something like that, uh, Callaway's was standing there saying, hey, teacher, teacher, we want to buy. And because they knew the reputation, they they had the same feeling about Sterling Cornelius and his nurseries that, that I do and that the whole industry had. Sterling Cornelius was Texas Certified Nursery Professional, badge number one. That was his project that he babied through back 40 years ago. That's how much everybody loved that man. And so that's that's his flagship store. That was a store that I went to when I was a kid. That's how special that is. So thank you, Ross. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Willie and Mesquite, Allen in Fort Worth, and then we would have you. Your name would be now, had you called. The third and only open line is 800 288 
WBAP 800-288-9227. Willie and Mesquite, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, uh, Neil, when do you plant out turnip seeds in Mesquite, Texas? Turnips in Mesquite would be planted about uh, uh, early to mid-September, Willie. You have to plant them, and that's for the, the fall crop. And, uh, and, and they can handle, uh, freezing weather, light freezes. And so that's why you plant them that late. Yeah. About how deep do I need to cover them? Not very deeply. I, you plant them in freshly tilled soil and you don't plant them very deeply. Oh, okay. At all. Yeah. Th- thank you very much for your help. You have You're welcome. People. Thanks for the good quick question. That worked out well. Thank you, sir. Let mm-hmm. me go to Allen in Fort Worth. Now, mind you, this is my last call that I have queued up. So I need some calls. 800 288 9227. Alan, this is Neil. How can I help you? Yes, sir. About three years ago, our HOA planted, oh, a dozen or so trees uh, along a green belt or a large common area. First year, they did just fine. They were probably planted late summer, early fall. The second year, um, they went about four weeks without getting any water. Of course, they dropped their leaves. Um, uh, went dormant, and we got finally got water going, got water on there, and most of them survived, but uh, some did not. The second year, or this year, they went another month without water, and again, they've dropped their leaves, and some are in really bad shape. And um, one of the uh, people we have dealt with suggested, in addition to putting water, you know, pouring the water to it, uh, that we add some light fertilizer. And I've not read that anywhere for trees uh, in the summer dormant like this, where they've gone dormant. Uh, what do you think? If you have somebody who is found in the desert, uh, has not had water for too long, um, mm-hmm. the last thing you think about is, man, we better get a big dinner ready for that person. It's water. It's re- rehydrate. Yeah. And that's by far the most critical thing that needs to be done. Um, the plant needs to regrow its root system before you even think about getting any new growth on it. Uh, I, most I of these trees be, have a 16-inch diameter. I would not be fertilizing uh, at this time. What kind of trees mm-hmm. are they? Just a number of oaks, a variety of oak trees. And and why are they not being watered? <clears throat> There's been a problem with the uh, sprinkler system. It wasn't monitored, and um, so they lost the sprinkler system. They lost the drip irrigation. That was repaired. It happened again this year. It wasn't monitored properly by the landscaper or by folks that live out here, and so we're back to the same shape we are before. All right. It is now working, and they are watering it every day. All right. That's... That's kind of overreacting. The uh, uh, it, that was a sounded like a snide remark, and I didn't mean it to mm-hmm. be. Um, are they being watered only by drip irrigation, or is there a no? There, there are there are uh, sprinklers that shoot water out across uh, an expanse. Okay. Um, at some point, I think Alan, they need to be soaked and. Uh, I mean, really soaked deeply to make sure that the water gets down. When they were planted, they had a soil ball that went down 30 inches, you know, whatever depth it was. It wasn't just at the surface. And when drip irrigation is used, it rarely penetrates very far down. 
because people say, well, I ran it for three hours. Well, that's great. But just um, if somebody has a drip irrigation system in clay soil and they run it for three hours, they need to go out with a sharpshooter spade an hour or two mm-hmm. later and dig and see how far down that went. It, it won't go as far as we think because that clay holds so much moisture and it just soaks it up at the surface. Um, and, and so that's why I say it really needs to be run a long, long time. Um, the spray heads, uh, I have a, I have a bed in, we have a, we ended up continuing our paved stone driveway around to make a circle, uh, so we wouldn't have to back around quite as much. We're out in the country and, and I just cleared out some brush and this is 30 years ago. And in that circle, I've had mondo grass, monkey grass, and it was very thick and did very well, and then that ice storm that caused so many 18-wheelers to turn over about eight or nine years ago set it back badly, and, and it never has been quite as thick. So finally, last year, I, I really made a concerted effort, hired a couple guys to replant it. I don't get up and down as well as I used to, and we had it nice and thick, but I noticed that it's just not getting watered as well as it needed to be. Uh, the sprinklers had run three days ago. I was up with Zeus the dog last night, and uh, I noticed the, the soil was scuffing dry on top, so I stood there and turned on the sprinklers with my phone app and watered deeply. And I just set it to run long enough that I knew it would be watered down three inches deep, which is good for mondo grass, not for a, an oak tree. Um, you just have to do that. Uh, in this case, it might be a good idea to get, um, since the trees are so big and their roots are out of ways, it might be a good idea to get a, a drip hose, soaker hose of some sort, and spiral it around the tree out to whatever distance it needs to be, maybe five feet out, and and just let it run for 24 hours slowly, and then move it to the next tree and get them really soaked once, and then then you can move on, but not fertilizer. That was your question. No, I would not fertilize yes. now. I'd do that probably first of September once you've really stabilized the watering, and I'd get that thing fixed. Somebody needs to be put in charge. HOAs, are you in charge of the HOA? Am I about to offend you? No, but um, uh, I've had uh, a constant opinion about how those trees were watered and monitored. Okay. Uh, am I am I about to join your opinion? HOAs yes. don't follow through very well. They just, they, they draw their rules. Our son lives on a cul-de-sac, and every house has to have two live oaks in the front yard. What? Mm-hmm. There's no room for two live oaks in the front yard. And so now they have no grass, and they're required to have grass. And it's, it's yeah, what are you thinking? So, anyway, excuse me, I have an opinion. It's just mine. I, I concur. Last, yeah. we have we have drip irrigation now, and we also have impact sprinklers that spray that area. So we need to add more irrigation into what you suggested to get a deep soaking, and then we need to probably take a spade and go down and see how where, how deep that water's getting. Is is that accurate? Yeah, I would. I do it once. You don't have to do that every time, but but I would but, make sure that it's really soaking well. And and the the problem with drip irrigation is being used all over the place. And in theory, it's perfect. It's used under ground covers. And look at how many ground cover beds there are that five years later, three mm-hmm. years later, are barren, and the mm-hmm. drip irrigation lines are sitting there on top of the ground, and and there's nothing left. That's right. the problem I have. Cities that won't let people put spray heads in because they're not efficient, 
well, they don't have any landscape left because the, the drip irrigation got chewed by rabbits or got pulled out by uh, weed eaters or whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting old and grouchy. I, I think 105-degree temperatures doesn't help. <laughs> so anyway, good luck with the HOA. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your call. So thank you. All right, let me see. Uh, Roy, I will help you. Let me get this break out of the way, and then I'll come back and help. We have another hour, so if you want to call, I want to hear. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening. You know, I was telling somebody yesterday, when you write a book that is complete guide to gardening, it's kind of, you say, gosh, how can I come back and do another book? And then I looked at Lone, at Complete Guide, which was written in 1990 one or 90 and then came out in early 91 and you say yeah it's really out of date i can i can do better than that and so that's what i've done with uh, lone star gardening it is it is the book i always wanted in the first place and part of the reason the big part of the reason of that is that i didn't go back through a publishing house i didn't want to have the committee meetings where all they could think of was how to cheapen the book make it cheaper to print that's what I had encountered in the uh, in the five books that I had written. Not all of them even made it to the press. Uh, one of them got pulled off the press uh, before I ever got to the press in 2008, 2009. Uh, that's fine, whatever. But this one, I, I self-published means I have to pay for it when it prints. That's fine because I got the book I wanted. And uh, I know you'll be uh, happy with it. I think you will. We've sold 75,000 of the first five printings and not one request for a refund. I always promise I'll refund every penny. I won't ask one question. Uh, if you're not happy, I'll refund it all. But anyway, it has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know to get started. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, when to prune, when to fertilize, and when to spray each plant that you're trying to grow. Month by month, what needs to be done in that month. And then chapters 3 through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It took a month to write every one of those chapters, sometimes longer, and uh, it's all there. 840 of my photographs and 344 pages, a year of my life, and a book that's only $32.95. That is a bargain because it was $36.95, and the sixth printing will be $38.95. You get it for $32.95, and I will sign your copy. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. I'll be taking them myself to the post office Tuesday, and so you'll have it very quickly. So I hope that you'll consider doing this. It's great for planning your fall landscape projects. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores and not on Amazon. The two ways you can get it, you can call my office Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now from my website, at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com severe storms in texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof call wortham brothers roofing at 972-562-5788 schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com 
They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. I don't know what the first uh, indication you might have of a foundation problem might be. Maybe you're beginning to see cracks coming across the floor if you have a tile floor. Oh, I hope you're not seeing that. Maybe you're seeing hairline cracks in the mortar joints of your brick or your masonry outside. Maybe you are actually seeing cracks in the foundation. Oh, golly, I hope not. Maybe windows and doors aren't opening properly or shutting properly. They're drifting. Those are all indications that the foundation is shifting, and that's the time you need to call Advanced Foundation Repair. Now, let me tell you what I often tell you in the in the summertime. The good foundation repair companies will tell you, we're a little behind, please wait. It's going to take us a few days to get there. And I always tell you, say, Neil warned us that might be the case. We're willing to wait. I'm not trying to coerce you into anything, but if they tell you that when you call Advanced Foundation Repair, tell them. Neil warned us we're willing to wait because this is the company that's the best. They, As I've always said, they have earned the right to call themselves Advanced. They were the ones who pioneered the lifetime warranty on their work and the guarantee of the work that they've done and make it transferable from owner to owner. That is spectacular. They give you a written warranty. They back it by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. The home inspection is free without any obligation. They pioneered that as well. That's a quarter century ago. I've advertised for them for 27 years. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. FoundationRepairs.com, Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest plants, products, and services. I'm Lynn from the South Arlington Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Lynn, very, very much. Let's go to Roy in Dallas. There's a chance I'm going to have to put Roy on hold and come back in the next hour with him. I have about a minute, Roy. I, I may have put you back on hold, but let's give it a try. What's going on? Uh, in one of your uh, segments, you did uh, comments on garden soil amendments for garden yes. beds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you mentioned uh, brick sand, and I think one inch. Is that correct, or is that 
uh, one to two inches of of washed brick sand. And for a 32-square-foot garden, go on hold. Yeah, uh, I might have mentioned that, but really you want to use expanded shale instead of washed brick sand. That would be more likely what I would have said, one to two inches of expanded shale. I'm going to put you on hold. Let me pick this up on the other side, and I'll make sure that we have this down right exactly. So stay tuned. Folks, we have another hour. Give me a call if I can help you. Stay tuned, please. 